Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Off we go, hour number two, Red Sox review on a Sunday evening. Sox one, walk-off dub over the Rays. Ryan Fitzgerald delivers. As uh, Again, welcome back. Red Sox review, Cooper Boardman here with you. Producer Joe Braverman doing a great job inside the glass. Call us, 617-779-7937. That is 617-779-7937. Now you got it. Now you can do it. Text line 37. 937. We've got Mike in Rhode Island. He wants to talk about my favorite thing, the bigger bases. Hey, Coop. What's up, Mike? Hey, Coop. The the bigger bases, I don't think really a lot of people are talking about the fact that the running game might be more impacted by that. You know, you're a little bit closer to first base, and you're also a little bit closer to second base. So we might see a little bit more exciting baseball like the early 80s with Ricky Henderson stealing a million bases a year. Yeah, Mike, appreciate the call, and I think that is a very good point about it. And, and again, I mean, I, the rule changes are a big conversation this year, and you know, we're all trying to figure it out and all of that. I think that's the one that has maybe gone under the radar. Like, it's funny to talk about, right? What did Alex Gore say earlier this week? The pizza boxes. It's, it's for whatever reason, become a joke of sorts that we have bigger bases, and, and that's going to – but it's going to have a big impact on the game. I when I first heard this, and and I think this was what October of last year when they said, "All right, we're going to do this. We're going to have bigger bases." The first thing I thought of was the Tampa Bay Rays, and what really jumped out to me about the Rays last year, and maybe you knew this, maybe you don't, maybe you were paying attention, maybe you didn't. The Rays attempted more stolen bases than everybody else in baseball. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'll pull this up uh, of of twenty twenty two. The, the numbers were insane, the, the, how many stolen bases that they attempted. And they didn't, uh, like, they, they weren't very successful. They, I think they, at one point, and I, I don't know if it finished this way, and again, just I'll double-check it right now, but at one point, very late in the season, they had attempted the most stolen bases in all of baseball, and they had been caught the most times, percentage-wise. They had just an astronomical number, especially early on in the season. I think as time went on, that that number dwindled because it wasn't really working for them. But my point is, and we know the Tampa Bay Rays, and that's the team the Red Sox beat today, uh, very well as a team that is, is kind of like the try everything, right? There's not as much focus on them on a day-to-day. This is not Boston's media market. This is not uh, Los Angeles's media market. It's not New York. It's not anything like that. It is 
Tampa. And so what they can do is they can try all these different things. And obviously, as we know, more often than not, they actually do work. And they tried something last year where they, they try to see a lot of bases. And I think what you're going to see this year is teams trying to steal a lot more because not only is it, I mean, think about the math, right? You have, you have a few inches on either side. We've gone from 15 to 18 inches on both sides. So it's, it's I mean, half a foot closer to steal second base than it, than it used to be. You're going to see guys trying to steal bases in the sense that if you can do it at volume, well, that is very, very valuable. And you think about the way the baseball is gone and the way that that analytics are valued on base percentage, you know, batting average doesn't matter. Uh, you know, on base percentage is what matters, right? Can you get first base? Then you get to slugging and that's, can you get second base and third base and obviously hit home runs? If you can get second base, all of a sudden that quantifies, you know, a single and a stolen base doesn't equate slugging wise, but a single and a stolen base is a double. And now all of a sudden you've managed to somehow create a double when you didn't already have one. And I think you're going to see teams try to find the the little portions of all this. And this is true for all the rule changes. That's what's amazing about what 2023 is going to be like. You know, this is uh, this is the sport and I the the details of the story are eluding me. But in the 1900s, the early 1900s, there was a catcher who had a potato in his back pocket. And when a guy tried to steal third, he pulled the potato out. He threw the potato into left field as though he had sailed the throw. The guy got up from third base, started running home, and the catcher was standing there ready to tag him out. And he was out. This is that sport. This is the sport where guys are always going to try to find the, the teeny little ways that they can they can jump out of the way of the rules. Or not even... You know, it's not cheating. It's finding little ways to to find, you know, little bits of success. We've already seen that with the pitch clock unintentionally yesterday where the catcher for the Red Sox, Marrero, is standing there in the catcher's box. And just to get a little bit into the weeds on the rule about all of that is the catcher has to be ready to go by the letter of the law in his catcher's box at nine seconds on the pitch clock. Barrera was standing up, so he didn't appear ready. I wouldn't define him as ready in my mind, but the rules define him as ready. And so when the Braves batter, that minor leaguer, got in the box, he looked back at the catcher, and at eight seconds on the pitch clock, he was looking at the catcher. He was, by rule, not prepared and ready and alert to the pitcher as it is written, and he got dinged for the automatic strike, and the game ended, and then Twitter blew up. And that's what happened. And... So that's what's going to happen. And I think, again, going back to, to Mike, Mike's call, when you look at the bigger bases, this is something that you're going to see teams really, really try to take full advantage of. That if you have guys that you, know, you feel like are, are very close to stealing bases, and again, you know, percentage-wise, you don't have to be successful that often to, to help yourself. I think you're going to see a subset of teams really try to take full advantage of it. And I, again, what's interesting about baseball in its current moment is you, you couple a couple, you couple two things together. That's what coupling is. You take baseball as we know it. And it is, you know, the, the, the sport where people are always trying to get that little bit of an edge and, uh, get the 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 uh, potato story right. Just try to get everything you can to give yourself that extra step. 
Couple that with where analytics are. I mean, analytics are just this version of it. It is it is my generation's version of it, of baseball as we know it, trying to get that teeny tiny little bit of an edge. Well, somebody somewhere is going to be able to to find, and I promise you they are already doing it, and we're going to know within the first two, three weeks once we as the general public are able to quantify it, we're going to know what these bigger bases mean. What we do know is that in the minor leagues, stolen bases per game went up. What we do know is that in all likelihood, in major leagues in 2023, stolen bases as a team, as a, a league, are going to go up. And we are going to see some team out there, whether it be the Tampa Bay Rays or the Cleveland Guardians or one of these organizations that really does live in the margins and has a lot of success doing it, if they, one of these teams is going to try to steal a ton of bases. It's just, there's no way that's not going to be the case. And uh, I'm excited for it to happen. And I think, you know, that's something that, you know, maybe we'll see f- from the Red Sox a little bit. Uh, you know, we saw Alex Verdugo uh, try to take an extra base. They had him in motion at one point. They wouldn't see, see him uh, steal a lot of bases last year. But I think when when you look at what this team is capable of. This is a team that is analytically, intelligently driven. Sorry if that offends you. The Red Sox. Uh, they have the opportunity. I mean, you look at, at kind of you know where they are from a lineup perspective. Uh, I mean, let's walk through it just for just for a second. We don't know who's going to be the leadoff hitter, but Kike Hernandez has has some speed. Uh, you know, I think you'll see Alex Verdugo with his athleticism. Maybe you know, we'll see if he can he can steal some bases. Heck, uh, Connor Wong, the, the backup catcher, at least as it stands right now, has a little bit of speed. And then you know you start to talk about Adalberto Mondesi and Yu Chang and and some of these guys that really do have the ability to steal bases. I mean, the Red Sox is an organization. They have David Hamilton who stole seventy something bases last year for Double A Portland. He's going to start the year uh, hopefully in Triple A. There are opportunities here, and I wonder, too, you know, I know we're used in the postseason to, to seeing an extra guy come off the bench and, and have, uh, you know, that role fulfilled. I wonder if maybe that's going to be something we see a little bit more in the regular season, if there are guys that are physically capable of stealing bases at will. I don't know, but this is kind of the... Uh, this is the time of year where you, you get to kind of sit and wonder, and so, you know, is it going to be... Uh, Jorge Mateo, who stole 35 bases f- for the Orioles a year ago. Uh, you know, John Birdie, remember, he had 40 stolen bases last year, 41 stolen bases for the Marlins. I don't know. We're going to see. It'll be very interesting to, to kind of see how all that unfolds. So the bigger bases are absolutely a gigantic part of the conversation as uh, we get you ready for, for 2023. Okay. Much more to get to. We're going to have uh, Will Fleming later on checking in from Fort Myers. Want to get his thoughts on pitch clock. Uh, do uh, day number two of uh, of what we saw at JetBlue Park. We'll also get you set for uh, what you need to know as uh, the week unfolds for the Red Sox. A lot going on. We're also going to hear from Tristan Casas. I sat down with him in Fort Myers earlier on this week. All that coming. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast sunday night red sox review february 26th Red Sox review. Cooper Boardman back with you. Joe Braverman inside the glass. Call us 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Very easy. Welcome back. Sox got a win. Uh, what is that? A couple hours ago now as we take you up till 6 p.m. Fun game. Uh, if you missed it, you're just hopping into the car. Or you didn't know. It was a heck of a spring training game. Maybe not as eventful as an automatic strike to, to end the game, but it was pretty good. Ryan Fitzgerald walks it off with an RBI single to win it. Got a little bit of uh, spring training bounce in Fort Myers. And we'll take it as, uh, again, we continue along. Before we go further, I want to remind you, you can listen to the Red Sox on your phone. Shaw's and Star Market, W-E-E-I, Red Sox Network, streams throughout New England. You can download the Odyssey app, save W-E-E-I as a favorite, and listen wherever you go. I want to talk about Tristan Casas. And uh, this is somebody that we've gotten to know, and I've really gotten to know, again, if you've just joined us, Cooper Boardman here with you. Been in Worcester the last few years with the Worcester Red Sox, and so been really gotten, you know, had the opportunity to, to see Tristan for the first time at the end of 2021, talked to him for the first time then, and then obviously was with him the majority of the year last year in 2022 before he was called up. A lot of the conversation this week has been about uh, the, the naps and the, the meditation and the lying on the field and, and where that is. And... You know, 
I, I get it. You know, this is the a media market where if you do something different and, and weird, we're going to talk about it. This is who he is, man. And, and you're going to be, as a Red Sox fan, so excited to watch him play baseball. He's so good. Uh, he's a great hitter. He's a great defender. He takes pride in what he does. And he's extraordinarily, and this is the word I keep going back to, introspective. He is a smart, smart person. He cares about his craft. He cares about the game. He cares about being a positive influence in the locker room. And he is and will continue to be. Last week, I was in Fort Myers, caught up with Tristan, and uh, you're about to hear about four minutes of it, just about a little bit of everything about, you know, some of what's been said over the last couple of weeks about his year last year and all of that, uh, all of the above. But this is a guy who every single year builds on what he's done. So we start with Tristan talking us through his offseason. I mean, this always baseball is one of those things you can never perfect. I was trying to get better in every area, um, athletically, mentally, physically, spiritually. I think going into the season is so long that you really need to hit every single angle to really feel like you're as best prepared as as you can be to play a full 162 game season um that does entail a lot of work uh, a lot of time in the gym a lot of time in the cage um definitely a lot of time with family so integrating all those things making sure that i was uh eating right in between all those things was important to me as well so i uh, really just trying to maximize my time uh that's that's a huge part of my mo is is um making sure that i'm being time efficient and uh, i definitely hit all those things this off season i'm feeling ready we saw that a lot last year uh, as you started in Worcester and obviously made your way to Boston. W- when you look back on, on 2022, what do, what do you take away? It was such a it was such a huge year, a huge year of learning, growing um, in every single facet. I think that 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 month in the big leagues was huge for me. I, I learned so many different angles of the game off the field and off on the field. Uh, I got a taste for what it was like to travel and dealing with uh, major league media and, and a fan base. Um, the, it felt like the only thing that was normal was in between the lines. Um, I had the three for 40 that I, uh, that I opened up with, which was definitely tough. And then once I faced uh, the same team a couple of times, I did settle in. So the results kind of uh, evened out for the most part. But, man, it was, it was such a fun time. I, it felt like it was, it was a dream come true. I, I felt like I had to pinch myself a couple of times that I was out in Fenway, especially those Yankees. I lost him there at the end. He's talking about uh, some of those Yankee games with Aaron Judge, you know, chasing. And, um, you know, the the point about all of that, and, and you can hear that, by the way, the, the person you just heard there is a 23-year-old kid. He's younger than I am, which is kind of hard to do. And, I mean, he is so well-spoken. The, the professionalism with which he works and thinks with is, is what is extraordinary to me. And it was the thing that when I talked to him for the first time that you know you, you just felt like this is somebody that is is different this is somebody that has the mindset to be uh, extraordinarily successful in, in what he does and so i i just think you know and again i, I understand you know that the people have been talking about the you know the, what, what happened in the locker room and so maybe some of the frustrations with with his pregame routines and blah 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 and the reality of it is this is somebody that it's just part of his process. And, you know, I, just having been around professional baseball in this organization over the last few years, just to pull it back a little bit, the, the curtain that is, 
Baseball players, and I said this earlier, are creatures of habit. You know, uh, they meditate before games. They get themselves into the mindset that they need to get into. This is just this process. It's not a bad thing. It's not anything. It's just what he does. And so this all being part of his process, getting ready for a you know, professional baseball game. And he was doing this in Portland. He was most certainly doing it in Worcester. I saw it every single day. He's going to do it in Boston as well, and it just has to be on the Coca-Cola deck instead, and that's totally fine. I, you know, I what jumped out to me, and there was a wonderful uh, article on, on Mass Live, courtesy of Chris Cotillo, just about what Alex Cora said. Uh, you know, meeting with Tristan Costas to discuss the the piece that had you know been out and, and had been broken about him, you know, lying on the field and all that stuff. And you know, Cora took his exceptions, and, and that's fine. He obviously, you know certainly do that and he one of the things that really stands out to me is the quote you know from Cora about Tristan and that is Alex I don't want to be a distraction here you guys tell me once and I'll make the adjustments end quote and I'll tell you this from from my impressions of being around Tristan Casas from my experiences with him that's that's who he is he is a guy that wants to be the best baseball player in the world and that is his focus and he has his process, and it is certainly unique to him, and that's all well and good. But this is somebody that is is going to continue to use those processes for success. And it's also, by the way, when you look at the way he started his career at the major leagues, remember, he went three for 40 to start the year. Three for 40. There are a lot of guys that would not have been able to handle that. And we've seen it plenty of times before. That's a really hard thing. You know, these guys are amazing athletes. They are amazing baseball players. And so every single, you know, moment up until the moment you get to the major leagues, it's rare, especially for a guy when you look at a prospect list and he's up kind of towards the top of it and has been for, for a long time over the course of his career. A lot of these guys don't face significant adversity. They don't face, they don't fail. At the lower levels. In a lot of reasons, you know, a lot of ways, that's why you get to the major leagues, because you don't fail going in. And so oftentimes the big crux, the the mental uh, fight that you are trying to work through when you get to the major league level is very simple. It's for the first time I'm failing and I'm doing it at a big time level. And Tristan Casas went up and he failed for 40 at bats, give or take. He was three for 40. Well, what did he do? And this was part of what he was saying. The interview got cut off, but he went on to say in my conversation with him was, yeah, it was three for 40. But then once I had seen guys once, I intook the information. And that's his process. He sees, he understands, he downloads, and then he goes and rakes. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, what was his slash line over the last? What is it? Just doing the math real quick here. Last 13 games of the year, he had 316. He had a 490 on base, and he slugged 579. The the home run uh, off of Garrett Cole, the the what he did down the stretch, all of the walks that he took, the, a high on base guy. And so as we sit here and we try to figure out what the Red Sox are going to be, what this lineup is going to be, he's a huge part of it, and there's really no question about that. So it's got to get figured out. And honestly, sitting here at 531 on Sunday, February 26th, it is figured out. He knows who he's going to be. The Red Sox know he's, who he's going to be. And um, this is a year 
for Tristan Costa. And we were talking in the studio even before we hopped on. Someone asked me, you know, who are you most excited for? And I, re- you know, it's a little bit of a, a pedestrian, you know, answer to say, I'm really excited to see Tristan Costa. Oh, great. You're excited to see the top prospect. I get it. I am excited to see him because at every single moment that I've seen him over the last two years, every time he gets a new piece of information, and whether that be, uh, you know, he, he faces a, a pitcher for the first time. I'll tell you a story. This is a good story. Is he's, um, it's 2021. It's his first AAA game ever. So Tristan Goss is in his AAA debut in September of that year. And he's facing Cade Cavalli who is a, a flame-throwing prospect for the Washington Nationals. At that point, he was in Rochester. He throws 100 miles per hour consistently. He is one of the best pitchers in minor league baseball. He will at some point be the future of that organization. If you don't know his name, you will. So Tristan Casas, it is first ever at bat, is facing Cade Cavalli. He strikes out. Goes back to the dugout. You know, goes through his routine, plays defense, comes back a few innings later. He comes back out and he gets in the box. And he's in his second his bat, again, after striking out his first at bat. And he goes down 0-2. Strike, strike. Boom, boom. And at that moment, and I talked to him later about it, he said, I needed to take one ball. Like, I needed to see one pitch out of the strike zone so I could get to where I needed to be and get back to my process and where he is. He sees a ball. And he sees another ball. I think he fouled a couple off. Anyway, he gets the 3-2. He gets a pitch on the outer half at 90. It had to be 98 at least. And he takes it out to left field for a home run. For His first AAA hit is a, is a home run. That is the Tristan Casas story. And obviously, it's one thing to do it at AA and AAA. And it's another thing to do it at the major league level. But this is who he is. And so when you sit there and you talk about sunbathing and... Uh, and taking pregame naps and, and all of that. It's part of his process. And he's so respectful. He's so intelligent about you know what he does that we're just talking about another little part of his process. And so, again, it's going to be fine. But I think if you're, if you're a Red Sox fan, you're sitting there right now, you should be very excited about what he brings to the table. And certainly I am. As uh, we continue along, this is a Red Sox review. I'm Cooper Boardman. You call us 617-779-7937, 617-779-7937. The text line 37937. Well, Will Fleming coming up a little bit later on from Fort Myers. Interested to kind of hear what, what his thoughts were. We also want to remind you to listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say play 93.7 WEEI. So, you got Casas. You look at it offensively. You know, that's going to be a part of this. The other part of this, too, is he let off today. And now Alex Cora was very clear uh, to state that he didn't feel like this was going to be something that Tristan Casas was going to do a whole lot this year, if at all. That leadoff spot is something that, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm, you're just interested to see kind of how this is all going to play out. How many... How many Eight leadoff hitters in 2022 for this team. That's not an ideal scenario. You know, is it Alex Verdugo? Who, if you remember back to 2020, I know most of us don't really want to look back to 2020, but he was a leadoff hitter there in 2020. Is it 
Kike Hernandez. You're already asking a lot of Kike to play. <laughs> As he said, <laughs> I was laughing at this. I'm a shortstop who can also play a great center field, something to that effect. You're asking him to do a lot, but could he be that? Could he be a high on base guy? I don't know. I, I think that that's certainly something, but he's got some pop. And, and you remember, you go back to the what he did in the postseason a couple of years ago. Maybe you rather somebody's up ahead of him. I don't think he's going to hit 222, 291, 338 average on base slug as he did a year ago. I don't think he's going to strike out, although he struck out less last year than he did you know, the previous couple of years. I can't f- imagine you're not going to see some version of 2021 Kike Hernandez, which was an on base somewhere around 340. It was, you know, driving in 60 in you know, 134. It was a slugging, really, it, it, right around 450, uh, the, the second best of his career, third best of his career, and first time in a long time he had done that as I look at the page here in front of me. He could be that guy off the top. And then Christian Arroyo. I mean, Christian Arroyo is a really interesting one because he hits balls hard. Uh, you know, consistently. This is high exit velocity, as people like to say. It's just about health for him. He plays a good second base. He's a joy to have in the clubhouse. The one thing that Alex Cora said in terms of lineup composition that we know is Yoshida and Devers have to be separate. That makes sense. By the way, just to interrupt myself for a second, watching Yoshida, Masataka Yoshida, over the course of last week in Fort Myers and being able to, you know, somebody comes over from a new place, you know, the the difference between Yoshida and somebody who's just come over from another major league team is that you can get information in a big way about other major leaguers. You can see, you know, what their numbers were. Obviously, you can kind of analytically walk through who they are and all those things. Yoshida is somebody that, you know, I know right now you don't know a lot about him other than they signed him, they gave him a lot of money, they won a bidding war for him, and now he's here, and now he's going to play in the shadow of the Green Monster. You're going to watch Yoshida, and you are going to, I think, and I only know this because I went through this process three or four days ago, I think you're going to fall in love with him and the way he plays the game with such extraordinary grace, with high contact with power. I mean, I'm excited when Will Fleming joins us in a little bit to ask him because he was talking about this on the broadcast, the power from Yoshida and the doubles that we've seen in spring training. There was a moment during his live batting practice in Fort Myers. And again, this is on a backfield somewhere in February. And I know it's not what he's doing at Fenway Park, but he took a pitch over the batter's eye in center field that was really... I can only think in terms of balls hit at spring trading over the four days that I was there watching it in Fort Myers that only Rafi Devers was able to do. Only Rafi Devers was able to put balls where Yoshida did and have that kind of contact that if you're standing a football field away, you snap your neck and you say, whoa, who hit that? Yoshida. Yoshida hit that. And so, again, we'll, we'll see. And, and I think, you know, of course, there's going to be a transition period as he enters Major League Baseball for the first time and kind of gets, you know, the feelings of all of that and, and what that consists of and the pitching that he's going to face. But, man, there's, there's a lot to be excited about. And uh, I'm getting here. I'm, I'm getting all jittery, kind of excited talking about it because it's cool. It's cool. And, th- and this is a lineup, remember, 
you know, the, the struggles last year were not about the lineup. I mean, there were moments maybe, but this was about the pitching staff. And so when you look, you know, one through nine and some of the depth pieces that they have and the minor league guys that we've talked about, and you factor in what I talked about with Tristan Casas, what we talked about with Kike Hernandez, the Alex Verdugo bounce back that feels imminent. And then you add in Yoshida and then, of course, Rafi, completely different universe and be exciting, be exciting, man, as, uh, as we continue. Okay, one more break. We'll come back. We'll uh, get you kind of the home stretch here of Red Sox review as we roll along. Today from WEEI, this is Red Sox review. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Here's the pitch, and it's swung on lash to left field, deep back by the wall. It's going to catch some green. It hits high off the left field wall. Yoshida scores. Here's the throw to second, and Verdugo's off by plenty. Well, the left fielder, Witherspoon, played it well, made an accurate one-hop throw to the second baseman. They get him 7-4. to four. Sometimes wall balls are better off being singles. Gosh, it is wonderful to hear the tones of Joe Castiglione somewhere other than the Shaw's checkout line right now. Sunday night, back to it. Baseball back, Joe's back, Will Fleming's back. We're all back. Red Sox review back as well. Cooper Boardman with you, wrapping things up, taking you up till 6 p.m. It has been a wonderful nearly two full hours of Red Sox talk with you. Thanks for being with us. 617-779-7937 is the number. The text 37937. We remind you, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say play 93.7 WEEI.
Well, you heard it there. The Alex Verdugo, uh, it was a single. I guess he had thrown it at second. So, what a, you know, good good swing, though. And it's nice to hear a ball clanging off a monster somewhere and all that. And we just talked about uh, Verdugo just a little bit as we you know continue to pick our way through what this lineup and what this team is going to look like. He's one that, again, the, the conversation the last couple of weeks has been about Alex Cora's challenge to Verdugo. Can you be the guy? Can you be uh, who we want you to be? Can you be somebody who's the player that we dreamed you'd be? I mean, you know, I was just kind of, because I he hasn't been a Dodger since obviously 2019 when he came over. I was just kind of looking through the, the start of his career and, I don't know, I'd kind of forgotten, honestly, and, and you know, maybe wasn't paying attention in the first place out in L.A. And, you know, this is somebody who in 2019 played in 100-plus games for the Dodgers. He had a great, great season in his age 23 season at, you know, 294 hitter, but it's really the, the slugging at 475. I mean, if you're talking about a league average, I don't know off the top of my head what it was in 2019. Well above. And... So you look at that and you look at what he did then as a 23-year-old. He hasn't quite put up outside of 2020 in the shortened season those slugging numbers, but I don't know. You look at some of the underlying stuff analytically, and we don't need to do this on Sunday, February 26th, uh, You know why that is, but there's a lot of good stuff there. And I, I do agree with the sentiment that has been around Red Sox camp that he is going to have a bounce back year. He's such a wonderful presence. I mean, just fun in the clubhouse, fun around, fun, fun to watch him walk by you in Fort Myers as, as uh, you know, we, we were just kind of watching him go about his business last week at spring training. There's a lot of good there. And uh, again, we'll see. So that's that. I think, uh, again, just to recap what we've gone through, I'll give you just my big takeaways from the day. If you weren't with us at the beginning of the show here on Red Sox Review, text line 37937. You got a few rolling in. Get to those in, in a quick second here. The first is the pitch clock, and that's what we came on the air talking about. And uh, I, I know, you know, everybody's got their differing opinions about it. But I think the short version of what I said earlier is this. Number one is... This is here to stay, and every day it's going to get a little bit better. So yesterday was a little bit ugly. It wasn't the greatest thing. You don't want to see a game end that way. The automatic strike heard around the world, as we were talking about earlier. That's okay. That is more than okay as we try to figure out the, the kinks of this whole thing. And if you sat down and maybe you missed the game today, that's okay. They'll play a lot more this year. Today's version of the pitch clock was better than yesterday. When the Red Sox play tomorrow, it will be a little bit better. The day after, a little bit better after that. And I promise by the time we get to March 30th and we open this this season up, it's going to be okay uh, for that. That's my takeaway number one. Takeaway two is just the depth of the pitching and what was on display here today and again if you missed the game or maybe you've forgotten about it in the last couple of hours Red Sox threw Josh Winkowski we saw in Boston a little bit last year they threw Chris Murphy they threw Brian Mata and they threw Brandon Walter as their first four pitchers those guys combined to go five innings math there you go uh Winkowski was good couple innings struck out three none of these guys gave up a run Murphy is a very uh, nice left-hander that you know, you feel like can is really, you know, if destination major leagues isn't isn't in the next, you know, few months, and obviously, of course, the destination of the major leagues is always in their control. 
It's probably next year for him. Brian Mata, who I, again, the expectation is that he will be uh, a major league pitcher this year, a guy who can throw 100. He's the one that, you know, for me, when we're talking about my takeaways, I'm most excited to see. And I think the sentiment from Alex Cora has been pretty similar. And then uh, we finished off with, with Brandon Walter, who's, who's a nice arm in his own right. And I, I think, you know, his season last year, he might have been one of those options down the stretch of the major league season, except he had a neck injury that had kept him out for a long time. But he's perfectly healthy now. And uh, again, a lot of excitement around him. Those are the top two. Takeaway number three, very simple, about Tristan Casas and who he is and, and what he is, and that is somebody who is going to be really good. Uh, and I know that's that's a, a little bit simple, but it's the case. And there's a lot of excitement around him. I know, again, talking about the, the meditation and the sunbathing and all those things, that's his process. He's going to be good. And um, so you, you look at those kind of couple of tenants to have some depth on the pitching side, to have prospects that are coming up and playing well. And Brad Foe said this when he joined us in the 4 o'clock hour as well. I, I mean, I, I said to him, and I said it almost exasperated, I did mean it this way, is can we, can we just stop? Can we just stop complaining about, you know, what has happened over the, the you know, in the offseason? I understand there's frustration. And, 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 and as a fan and as a, a media market, that this is, you know, the city that Boston is, that's going to be the case, and that's fine. But it's kind of time to sit here and look at 2023 and look at this team. And there's a lot of variance. This could be a team that can, you know, have a, a lot of surprises, and, and, you know, we can pick through on future Red Sox reviews about the individual guys that have very high ceilings that maybe you're, we're not thinking about. But... This is a, a team that it's just going to be really, really interesting to see what this all is going to end up looking like. You know, who is going to take those jumps? I think Tristan Casas is a great example of that. You know, Kike Hernandez at short. You know what you're going to get from him. You know what you're going to get from Devers. What is Yoshida's transition to the major leagues like? What if he's great? What if his swings in spring training look as good right now as they will over the next few months? Completely different team. And then, obviously, the rest of the outfield, Verdugo and Wright, you know, and then, you know, you get to the depth pieces of Rob Refsteiner and all that. What is the catching situation look like as well? That's interesting to me. Uh, you know, is it Reese McGuire? I think based on what we saw from Reese, and he slugged 500 with the Red Sox at the end of last year, I think he's got a real opportunity as well. So, again, a lot to figure out, a lot to get to. We will do it as uh, as time goes along over the next few weeks, but this is a time to sit back and most of all, just enjoy what's going on. We've got baseball back. All right, and music, that means it's time to go. This has been Red Sox Review. Sox, once again, walk-off winners earlier on today over the race, courtesy of Ryan Fitzgerald, as we say goodnight. For Joe Braverman, inside the glass, Cooper Boardman, this has been... Red Sox Review.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.